Metro is currently changing all over the company. With our score strategy, we are breaking new ground, not only in our business model, but also in our corporate culture. The goal is clear. By 2030, Metro is to grow significantly in the areas of stores, delivery and online business. And the person who sets the course, shows us a way and sometimes also pushes and drives us is the one I'm talking to today on more podcast, Wholesale to the Max. A warm welcome to all of you, dear colleagues. My name is Bernd Rode from Internal Communications at Metro AG. Without my today's guest, our score strategy would probably not exist and thus neither the successes we have already achieved. Since May 2021, he has dedicated himself with heart and hand to the upswing and the growth of Metro. Of course, I'm talking about our CEO of Metro, Steffen Gräubel. Hi, Steffen. Hello, Bernd. <laughs> Great to have you with us here at More Podcast, Steffen. Do you actually listen to podcasts yourself? Once in a while I listen to them. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I'm listening to a lot of news, um, so regular news, business news and so on and here and there. Also listening to sort of podcasts about economy and global trends and things like that. So I'm quite an extensive user of, of, of podcasts. Actually recording, it's my second time. Yeah, yeah, and you have already been uh, as a guest in, in another podcast, right? Yes, yeah. it was at Wirtschaftswoche mm -hmm. in the format called Chefgespräch. Mm -hmm. And I was enjoying myself very much. So that motivated me to do another one with you now. Yeah, yeah. great. I have a Chefgespräch as well today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, however, today we are not talking about podcasts itself. But as always on more podcasts, we're going to talk about our score strategy and what we have already achieved in this regard in a very short time. Because with all the rapid changes that are happening around and with us, you could almost forget that score is only one year old. What has happened since the kickoff of SCORE one year ago, but also what still lies ahead of us, is what we want to talk about today. And of course, we also want to learn more about you personally, Steffen. And we are curious to find out how much you will reveal about yourself in our little questionnaire, what scores for you. And at the end of this episode, we are all looking forward to your sound souvenir, Steffen. The sound of someone or something that gives you inspiration and motivation for what you would like to achieve or what is important to you in life. Yeah, as already mentioned, almost exactly one year ago, the Capital Markets Day took place here in Düsseldorf, an information event of Metro for journalists and financial analysts. This was the first time Metro's new score strategy was presented and explained to the public and to our colleagues. And the event was also something like the official kickoff or launch of score. And at that time, I was part of the preparation team and also live on site here in Düsseldorf. And I remember that we were all very excited before the presentation. Stefan, how excited were you that day and what this day mean to you personally? Because it was also a bit of your baby that came into the world right yes and i mean if a hundred would be super excited and zero would be completely relaxed i would say it was an 80 mm. i would say it was an 80 so i was excited it was a dense situation it was obviously very interesting it was my first capital market day as such so there was some excitement but we've been very nicely prepared and very good prepared and we know what we wanted to talk about so that gave us also a lot of confidence that was deducting a little bit from the 100 towards the 80 so i felt very nicely prepared so very good 
Mm. Let us go back even further to the origins of SCORE and the time when it wasn't even called by that name. Stefan, when was the first time you were so intensively involved with Metro that you thought, wow, there's really a lot of potential in this company? I guess this must have happened even before your first day at Metro, right? Yes, indeed. I would describe three major events or incidents that gave me a lot of confidence that this company has a lot of potential to grow and it has also a lot of uh, potential to capture the growth potential, so mm. to say. So also the implementation potential is great. I guess traveling back in time when I was here 12, 13 years ago, being a McKinsey consultant, um, I already felt that there is enormous potential in the industry. Then for several reasons, this didn't materialize for the company. But then when I was, you know, getting a little bit closer to Metro, when I was in the process of making the decision to join, I obviously went a little bit deeper and looked at the situation of Metro, the business model, the analytics. Also in the first, I would say, days of crafting the score strategy, it was very clear that there is a enormous growth potential for us as a company. Even the numbers and analysis told us there was also a big sort of confidence from the supervisory board, especially um, our chairman of the supervisory board, Jürgen Steinmann, he had the conviction that this is a growth case. So he was very much also sort of pushing us to look at it. And in this combination that created sort of the second event that we could really say, yeah, in terms of a strategy, we can craft something where growth is going to be really the North Star of the strategy. And it's really possible for us as a company to grow again in unknown dimensions. And the third one, because so far we are still on PowerPoint, I have now, after one and a half year, roughly in charge, also the confidence that the organization can deliver. Mm. I'm feeling now that the company is really shifting gears. We are moving the big tanker metro towards a direction that is very new for the company it touches almost everything in the company but i feel that it's an enormous positive resonance um, from the employees from the customers and i see it also in the figure so those three major events mm. 12 years back in my early days here at metro and in this very moment i'm feeling now confident that we can really deliver growth that is uh, unparalleled for metro yeah yeah oh, you already mentioned uh, jung steinemann But who else do you talk to at that time about the new strategy for Metro, about your ideas and plans? Of course, I mean, you have to talk to a supervisory board. We brought them on board from the very first day, so to say. And in the supervisory board, you have people um, that are representing the shareholders. So those have been on board from the very first day, but also from the, the employee representatives, mm -hmm. yeah, because it's also important for them to convey the message then sooner or later that growth is going to be the fuel for the future for that company. I guess that's very important. And then, of course, I mean, I guess on top, and I'm not talking about analytics and strategy department that all did a great contribution. Mm -hmm. But when you are going out there, when you are talking to customers, when you are in the store, when you see what we can actually do and not a lot is required for us to really shift gears. So this sort of small data, the uh, observing of the details, that gave me also confidence that we are really able to grasp that opportunity. Mm. I remember a country meeting, a country CEO meeting in November 2021, 
when the plans for SCORE were already very concrete, um, how did the countries react when they became involved in our new strategy? Yeah, that was an interesting meeting because the strategy is a very simple strategy. Mm -hmm. It's not super sophisticated. I mean, there is innovative elements for us, but it's not an innovation strategy. It's not crazy. It's not mind-breaking. When you read through it, when you look at it, I guess the beauty of it is the simplicity. So one could ask, and that was the discussion, hey, when it's so simple, why didn't we do it before? What should now be different to now achieve a growth where we in the last decade never achieved a growth more than two and a half percent? So why should we now shift ourselves to two digits? Why should we think that seven, eight, nine percent is possible? So how come? Because it's obviously not sort of the innovation or the revolution in the business model. So that was a little bit, at least one part of the conversation. But on the other hand, everybody also felt that there is something in there. And I didn't expect to really ignite now the entire organization with that. So like everything always in our business, it's a process. And 80% of success of the strategy is execution. And when you're just describing strategy on PowerPoint, you will not have the proof of the putting. You will not have the proof that it works. But then three, four months later, you see the first elements of the strategy coming together. You see the first records falling. You see the first companies really breaking through things they've never seen before. And we talk about that. And it's all about the communication and the confidence we are adding. So in the first encounter with the CEOs, I'm sure there have been more question marks than happy emotions in the face of the participants. Mm -hmm. Completely different than when we did the last one. I think it was in uh, roughly nine months later mm -hmm. where we talked one language, where everybody's seen that what we can actually do. And against all odds, right, there's a lot of dynamics in the outside world that are against us, so to say. But we achieved a lot of records. We did more than we promised. We achieved objectives that were relevant for next year already in the last year. Mm. So that gave confidence. And I think now it's a complete different crowd. The self-confidence level. Uh, and 80% again of this strategy is a execution. And you need to have the self-confidence that you can deliver. And I think now we are seeing this self-confidence. Mm. Yeah, and when you describe that there are people which are not laughing or smiling in the first moment, were there also people who had really serious doubts about score? Yeah, sure. I mean, of yeah. course. The people who are not smiling, the people that are thinking, the people with question marks, mm -hmm. they most probably had doubts, right? Yeah. And it's fully fair. Because, I mean, it's not, I'm not the first one who are coming there and say, listen, now we need to shift gears. We need to do something different. There is going to be pride future, whatever. The, I guess this message has been conveyed several times. So I think there have been actually doubts. And I knew before that the only way to overcome doubts is by successes, mm. by positive stories, by by numbers, by feedbacks. Yeah, And that was then at the end helpful, right? Yeah, now we know. But at the time of before SCORE was kicked off officially, it was just in PowerPoint. It was in your head, in as well your idea, as well so maybe in, in, your, in your gut feeling. But uh, how did you convince the people? I mean, at the end, you don't need to convince all the people at once. Mm. At least if you have a couple of fellows that are following. And the good thing was, even at that moment, we already had the success cases in certain parts of the company. We didn't have it holistically. 
But we had some companies like Romania that did some things like BMPL, buy more, pay less, already very good. We had digital offerings like HD or Metro Markets that um, are very, very good. So we had bits and pieces working already, but we had to bring that together. So you could also add a bit of confidence that there, that we are not starting Greenfield, that we had something to build on. And then, of course, a couple of colleagues said, yeah, listen, let's let's try to do that. Let's execute. And then it's like there's one success is adding to the success of the next step. And then th this confidence you cannot generate on PowerPoint. Mm. You cannot generate by a conversation. You only can generate by successes and by implementation. And then, you know, you, you build that up, right? It's a process. It's not an event. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. And of course, um, our targets are based on market developments, macroeconomic facts, and all kinds of other data. But how much gut feeling or vision is there in it? Because 2030 is still a few years away, and we never know how the world will change. And I tell you, it was not a scientific exercise mm -hmm. to generate the um, objective for 2030. Because every objective you set in the sense of more than 40 billion in revenues over such a long period of time, it cannot be precise. It will always be rather an orientation value than a commitment. But it's very important to have a reference value. It's very important to let a figure sink in the organization so that people really look at a target. They look at an objective. And then, to be honest, when I look at our market share, when I look at what we can actually do, when I look at the individual successes that I was talking about, then it was more arts than science to come up with that number. And I'm sure if we would have done it in a you know, three-month exercise with a strategy consultants. At the end, most probably we would have, you know, maybe a uh, hundred million here and there, less or more. But overall, I think that was the number that was inspiring, that was scary also a little bit, mm -hmm. that was, you know, pulling the organization towards a goal. And that's also very realistic because increasing a market share from five to whatever, six or seven percent, is not going to be crazy. This is not something you, you really have to be scared, right? Okay, so let's continue talking about visions, goals and ambitions, but not those of Metro, but your own personal thoughts, Steffen. What is important to you and what you would like to achieve? And like everyone else at More Podcasts, Steffen, you will also be asked questions from our little questionnaire, what scores for you? So, Steffen, let's get started. Yes, let's go. Stefan, what is your core? Means what special strengths do you have? I mean, it's always hard to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> But I think I'm an energetic person with a lot of passion for a goal mm -hmm. and for the implementation of a goal. And I love to be in the operations. So making things really possible, making things really happening with passion and with emotion. So that I would describe as my strength and creating also followership and bringing people together behind that and create a positive vibe in a in an organization at the end. I think other people, when they talk about me, they would describe me to be a person like that. Yeah, mm, yeah. I really confirm this from my point of view. Stefan, what small or big goals have you set for yourself? 
I mean, it's a broad field, right? I yeah. mean, I mean, from being a good father to catching big fishes to being <laughs> good in sports to not gain weight yeah. to build up muscles. I guess I mean I can talk a lot about my personal um, uh, uh, sort of objectives. But when I would relate that a little bit more to the company, you know, I really want to give that company a push towards the future, right? To build up something great that is something that I'm also personally striving for. And that's my personal goal, really, to bring that company with all the 95,000 or 90,000 employees to the next level. Because I would say... And now I'm talking myself into it, I know, mm -hmm. but let allow me this uh, additional sentence, although it's not answering exactly. That's your why you're here. <laughs> At the end, we are a more than 60 year old startup. Mm -hmm. Our market share is so small, the potential is so great. We know a little bit better than a startup. There's more structure and things like that. But I'm just saying we need to think as a company like we would build up the business again. Mm. So it's a kind of, you know, the rebirth of Metro reawakening the heritage of this company and the tradition and combining that with a modern business model and putting a lot of passion in it and then we, we will come with this company to the absolute next level because the, there is not a lot of possibilities for heritage companies to really come to a second wave of the existence to mm -hmm. really build up something substantially so i would always say we are a 60 year old startup because the potential for growth is so massive in our industry And you talked about passion. And I want to be part of it, right? That's my personal goal. Yeah. I want to to lead it together with the colleagues. I want to be part of that, right? That's my that drives me. Yeah. That gives me energy. Yeah. And you talked about passion, and we really can feel the passion you have. And is this uh, also your way to achieve your goals, your passion? I think it's almost impossible to achieve any substantial goals without passion. Mm. I mean, look at the big businesses that have been built look at the big achievements that have been set what of those wouldn't not be possible without passion and i guess that's what really differs average from standing out i'm not saying that i'm sticking out that i'm something special or something like that i'm just saying you have to have the passion or dedication that is sort of special, that is something that you could not see maybe in the past of this company that is really going now to the next level. Otherwise, it's not going to be possible to really create something great, something substantial. And I mean, I cannot imagine anything from sports to businesses to innovation to science that has not been done with passion of individuals at the end. Yeah. Mm. So we talked about your targets, your objectives. What milestones do you use to measure your progress? So how do you judge your success? I guess this is two answers. Of course, you look at figures. Mm -hmm. You don't look only on output figures. You also look what I always call input KPIs. So you see what kind of KPI needs to move that at the end he's then, you know, influencing positively growth or EBDA. Yeah. So I'm very much looking on input KPIs, own brancher, number of sales reps, things like that. Because here we need to see progress so that at the end we can see it also then in top and bottom line. I guess that's number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, I see that when I'm going to a store, when I'm sitting in the car with the sales rep and I'm talking to customer, that's observation. 
And that's gut feel, that's mm. perception, that's individual, that's non-scientific, that's feeling at the end. And I feel really that things are moving. To give you an example, we now implemented here in Germany, a good example, the buy more, pay less strategy. When you talk to people, customers, you talk to people on the floor, floor managers, they say sometimes words like, this is the best thing Metro have done since the last 20 years. And if somebody tells you and you look in his eyes and you see he really means that seriously, he doesn't tell you because you are now the CEO and is coming. Sometimes customers don't even know who I am. Mm. Yeah? I'm going there with my jogging suit after the fitness and I'm just checking and engaging in a conversation. So they don't know. Mm. That's even more important than a KPI, I tell yeah. you. This is the feeling element I have and I see that things are coming together and I really feel that. Yeah, so figures and feelings. Figures and feelings, very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Stefan, so now we know what is important for you, what scores for you, and maybe you also brought us a corresponding sound souvenir, which we will come to later towards the end of this episode. But now let's talk about score once again. Um, we have already talked about the Capital Markets Day. The event itself and the score strategy presented there caused quite a, a bit of excitement, not only externally, but also internally to the colleagues. And afterwards, especially for the countries, there was a spirit of optimism for the implementation of SCORE. What were the key topics during the past 12 months when the execution of SCORE was getting more and more concrete? I mean, at the end, at the very moment we communicated at the Capital Market Day and beforehand to our CEOs, apparently this has been abstract still for a country because it was giving rather a framework than a concrete instruction how to do things mm. because our business is super local. And I would like to keep up the spirit of a decentralized company and of local entrepreneurship. I guess that's very, very important to keep that spirit up because this is the fundament, this is the basis the business and the company is built on and we should maintain that. That's very, very important. So here from Düsseldorf, We cannot tell Pascal Beltier in France how to run the business in Nice. Mm. It's impossible. So we need to live with that. That's very important. And I guess a very important moment was when we then localized the strategy because it was a common framework and everybody in the organization was then asked to craft the country interpretation of SCORE and to engage with us in a discussion to say, listen, yeah, this is exactly what we need to do. My baby, you can do a little bit here, there. So we had a conversation, a dialogue about the localization of the strategy. So the, the strategy, and I guess that's very important to answer your question, this is now localized. So it's no more the metro strategy mm. score. It's the score for France. It's the score for Moldavia. It's the score for Romania. And I guess that's the thing that we were pushing very much to really localize that because our business is at the end then local. And then, and I cannot emphasize that enough, then you need to talk about the successes. And then even when the going gets tougher, And I have to say there is enough things in the world where our going gets particularly tougher. From inflation to the war to cyber attacks to COVID that took longer than expected, I cannot answer what we would have done in the last year mm. without having those four big externalities. I guess the, this company would have been exploded. Yeah. It would have been growing so much 
but it is what it is, right? We have to live with it and we need to overcome it and have a confident way in dealing with the things and then again focusing on the implementation of the localized yeah. strategies. Maybe this year, maybe this year will be without any crisis. Let's see. And you talked about that score is happening in the countries and you are always also on the road in the countries, uh, visiting our colleagues there in the stores on site. What special examples or best practices do you experience there? I mean, I need to now be careful because we have limited time. And if I'm now picking on individual companies, I would maybe then uh, not give enough respect to the ones I'm not mentioning. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I could name a couple of companies, but, you know, from Bulgaria to Serbia to Croatia to Hungary to France to Spain, where I have seen a lot of that momentum. I mean, I can talk endlessly now. And I would not pick out now an individual best practice, but I think the spirit I've seen in a lot of companies really on a fantastic level. And for me, it's giving me goosebumps and a lot of positive emotion to really see people dedicating so much of their energy towards the company. And I guess, you know, it's full of best practices in, in that sense of spirits. And even if the spirit might be a little bit down here and there, There is still enough, you know, positive vibes in the organization that we really sort of also bring the companies that don't believe maybe so much or that have a lot of problems to the next level. Let's look ahead of us. What topics are coming up in the near future? What are the key aspects in the next months? Yeah, not a lot, I would say, right? Because at the end, we are now having everything set. Everything is clear. Everybody mm -hmm. knows. Everybody knows what it means for them. So we now need to execute even more. Mm -hmm. We now need to focus on the implementation even more. Speed is very crucial. We need to be faster, to be honest, right? We have been okay fast. But from 80 kilometers per hour, we need to go now to 150 kilometers per hour in terms of execution of our strategy because we have basically everything done. The, it's clear for everybody. The strategy is described. We should stop now talking about other ideas and focus 120% on execution with 130 uh, kilometers per hour. I guess that's going to be the motto for that year. And... Of course, and I think that will come new than more, is how to really engage people. Mm -hmm. You know, that everybody has now, you know, also the, uh, the score philosophy, the score way of doing things embedded in their daily work. Maybe in the store, in the car, behind the computer, doesn't matter. I guess that's what we need to let sink in now in the company even more to really shift the acceleration of the implementation. Yeah. And for this, we have now the five Metro fundamentals yes. announced a few weeks ago. And this gives score, from my point of view, a new orientation, not only for, for the company, but also, of course, for the people and gets an additional dimension of our score strategy. Why is it necessary to further develop our corporate culture and implement the new Metro Fundamentals? Um, as you rightfully said, yeah, the strategy is one thing, but the orientation of a company in the behavior, in their values, in the way of doing things, in the attitude, I guess that deserves a recalibration, a correction, because it needs to follow 
at the end the commercial strategy. And since the commercial strategy is new, the ambition is higher, the focus and execution is bigger, we need to have new orientation value for that. And that was the reason why we were mm. inventing the fundamentals. And as we say, it's the fundamentals. That's how we run this company as one metro to name one with a growth obsession to name a second one and with a wholesale mentality to name a third one everywhere and every time. Mm. And how will the Metro Fundamentals affect our way of working? I mean, take this one as that I just mentioned. Number one, wholesale everywhere, every time. Wholesale means let everything go that is adding complexity. So let's make everything we are doing easier, less complex, less heavy, reduce processes, ease reportings, allocate capacity towards the customer where it matters actually and let that be the sort of north star of how we run the company everywhere not only down in the store but also here in hr department uh, in the local headquarter in the management teams we need to question ourselves always is this really wholesale what we are doing mm -hmm. is this simple is this not beauty is it efficient Yeah, and we need to be a efficiency machine at the end mm -hmm. everywhere. And that, for instance, is something that is really you can connect back to your individual behaviors. Is it really wholesale like what we are doing here? Are we drowning in complexity? Are we doing things that doesn't matter for our customers? Are we doing bullshit things? No, we should leave that out. We should really focus what matters for, for us and what matters first and foremost for the customer. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in connection with the fundamentals that is particularly important to you, perhaps also for your own work? Uh, let's look at the fundamental three, which is basis and basics, and that's exactly targeting that topic. Products mm -hmm. yeah, that we are selling, that's the basics. So we need to get closer to that, and that could be the attitude for, for everybody. That would do something also individually for me for my colleagues, for everybody in the management, that we are really getting this one step closer towards the basis and the basics of the business. Mm -hmm. The fundamentals um, include statements. You already mentioned some, and there are some others like growth is king, never stop, no fear. Wer will, der kann, meaning if you want it, you can achieve it. How much personal experience or attitude of yourself is there in those statements? I mean, it's not so much a question of me realizing my own preferences in, you know, Metro Fundamentals. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. I would never dare to try to, you know, bring in my personal attitude in that. I mean, of course, everything is always done with personal attitude, but uh, it should serve for the company. And this is really in the interest of the company and it has nothing to do with me personally i'm just sure that the fundamentals are exactly addressing the way how we should run and the company and how we should behave within this company mm -hmm. yeah and in any case it's now up to all of us to engage with the new fundamentals and to bring them to life and if you dear colleagues want to learn more about the fundamentals i recommend that you take a look at the recording of our more update on the annual results from 16 December here you Stefan together with your colleagues from the management board gave us a very nice introduction to this topic and afterwards dear colleagues please have a look at our united page on the fundamentals here you will find a lot of further information such as current news or our flyer and the basic presentation 
with all texts and explanations about the new Metro fundamentals. Check it out by all means and stay tuned, there is more to come. So, we are almost at the end of this episode of more podcasts and now comes the highlight. Stefan, your sound souvenir, the sound of your core. I'll explain again what exactly that is. Each guest brings a sound from the activity, person, animal or object that gives him or her the most power and inspiration to achieve his or her goals. And now we're all curious, Stefan, let us hear what sound did you bring? Happy to do so. So let me find it. Here it is. Okay. I have Any no idea? idea. No, I have no idea. Listen again to it. <laughs> okay. So I know that you are kickboxing and I maybe this is something you in nailed this it, band. You nailed yeah? it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is the sound when you punch a heavy bag. Uh -huh. which you are usually doing in, in training that you do heavy back workouts, yeah. Boxsack in German. Yeah. So um and that's the sound when you hit it. Okay. And why is it important for you? What what does it I mean, mean for you? Number one, I love doing sports mm. and uh, this is my go to sport for the very moment. Uh, it gives me energy and it costs me energy. But also what you learn is when you are doing sort of fighting sports is uh, that you learn a lot of humbleness, that you learn a lot of discipline, that you learn a lot of uh, concentration and you learn a lot of being robust, right? You being, you being resilient. And I think in our business, we need to have a lot of exactly those attitudes. And that's why I love to do it. Mm -hmm. And it also keeps you It's a great workout. So mm. everybody of you who never tried anything <laughs> like that, I can just encourage you to to do sports. Not necessarily it needs to be whatever kickboxing or boxing. It's a great workout. But do sports, I guess that's very important because all the different sports, they can give you, you know, energy also for your daily life. Yeah, absolutely. This is also my opinion regarding this. And uh, yeah, do sports and um, listen to our podcast. And then you will be fine. <laughs> yeah, <I can>. <laughs> <laughs> and you can combine this, doing sports and listen podcasts at the same time. Steffen, thank you for the great sound. Thank you very much. And above all, thank you for being with us today. I'm pretty sure that with all this background information and personal insights of you, implementing SCORE will be a little bit easier for all of us in the future. I wish you all the best, Steffen. Thank you very much and uh, Happy New Year, lots of success and uh, lots of health for you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> and dear colleagues, thanks also to you for listening. You will hear from me very soon with another great guest and his personal insights into the execution of SCORE. So look forward to that with me. And in the meantime, please also listen to our previous episodes of More Podcast. You can find them on the More page on United and on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to us there and recommend more podcasts to all your colleagues as well. Thank you once again. Bye-bye and take care. <laughs> <laughs>